think you could tell us what to do? You think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down! Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the Cincinnati Reds, who unfortunately right now are losing two to nothing. But Tyler Malley did have a no hitter for a little while, but he is out of the game and it looks like uh, Doolittle is in there. Anyway, this show and every show is brought to you by T Properties. T Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys, if you found the show, do me a favor, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 985 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, today's my birthday. You may or may not have heard. And if you guys want to give me a birthday present, Go find somebody who has not yet subscribed to my show. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice, and get them to subscribe. Try to get me to 1,000 before, I don't know, midnight tonight. That'd be awesome. Just a thought. All right. So, I'm going to bring in my boy, Jeremy Dean. What's going on, Jeremy? What is up? Oh, yeah. All right, happy yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Got the lights going. There's a club here for you, bro. We're waiting. Yeah. yeah. That's right. See, like I said, I'm 46, but I don't act like it. So that's that's right. Exactly. I, I, I like the I, I like the birthday banner. You and my uh, wife think a lot, a lot alike. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we kind of do, right? Uh, we're both cheap and uh, really like PG. <laughs> <laughs> Great, exactly. All right, man. Well, we got a special guest on today, and I'm gonna go ahead and bring him on. And he's no other than Jeff Carr from Locked On Reds. Uh, what's why, up? Why, How are you why, guys doing? Why, why, why are you still here, Jeremy? Where's Jeff? Oh, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Locked on Reds? He's supposed to be on the show today? Yeah. yeah, Dude, sometimes, as I say, even though I'd like to be the man, um, <laughs> life happens. And life happened to him, and he's not going to be able to make it. So 
I guess I'm here to answer every question you got, Jeff. All right. Thank God somebody is. I need somebody to answer all my questions. <laughs> no, seriously, though, Jeff, uh, yeah. unfortunately, had some uh, something come up, and he texted me at 5 o'clock and said that he's not able to come on. So I think we're going to wing this show, Jeremy, because pretty much everything I had on the show is based around him. So maybe I'll just base it around you. You know, you'll be the Reds expert. How's that work? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, that's not a good idea you, you being the reds expert uh yeah I, you know i can always try you know what i'm saying <laughs> now if you want to put stripes uh you know on, on their batting helmets i i might could uh, help you out a little bit more there but uh <laughs> getting the birthday wishes coming in now guys ah, i did i see it. they're all rolling in but we do have some reds news that again they lost uh last night unfortunately seven to six I am getting kind of concerned about the bullpen. Now, I say that as our starting pitcher gave up two runs, but they weren't like hard-hit runs in this game. But the bullpen is starting to worry me a little bit. When you score five runs and six runs, you should win the game. you know. But we did get some good news that Sonny Gray is coming off the injured list, and he will start uh, Saturday's game. Jose DeLeon – has been moved to the bullpen. So hopefully that'll give the middle reliever some help with, uh, well, with middle relief. That's been kind of the problem here with the Reds. And uh, we and uh, we got to get get them going. Um, one thing's cool last night. Well, two nights ago, Joey Votto was the first one to have a splashdown in McCovey Cove. Mm-hmm. Well, Moose backed him up last night, and he had a splashdown in McCovey, McCovey Cove. So that's pretty cool. We went from nobody ever doing it to two guys doing it back-to-back. Yeah, that's awesome, man. And, you know, speaking of the Reds, dude, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd still take our record right now than what I thought it may be after watching the playoffs last year. Oh, uh, hell yeah. We've even got Gray coming back. You know, um, Castiano, he's – I he he's I, I think he's going to be solid this year. Um, I think somebody mentioned, yeah, you know, he had a win, but he gave up uh, what, what what was it, four runs, something like that. What last night you talking about? Yeah, oh, last what, night they gave up four in the first, and then they came back and four. Okay, yeah, and and that's going to happen, man. He he's going to he's he's going to be the number one. He's going to solidify himself. Let's give him a little bit of time. Or hitting good, or pitching decent with our starters. If we do have a problem, it's the bullpen, like you were I, saying. Yeah. I mean, well, I think it's Luis Castillo. He doesn't. I don't think he does good in cold weather. Because I mean, opening day was the coldest opening day in Reds history, and then last night it was pretty cold in San Francisco. That's the only thing I can think of. That you know, but but the bottom line still, the Reds came back to get the lead, and. Uh, or, oh, and that came back. I mean, they had the lead at first, and then he gave up, gave it up, and tied up. Then they took the lead again, right? And then the bullpen gave it up. So either way it goes, you can't give up. These these bullpens are are uh, the bullpen pitchers aren't doing as good as I had hoped they were doing. Right now is in the they're heading to the seventh inning. It is still two nothing San Francisco, mm-hmm. and Doolittle is in there. So yes, crown. They're losing two nothing today, but I mean, they still got plenty of time to come back. It's seventh inning, and the way this offense is going, we're never out of any game. You know the way I look at it. 
But uh, I think thank you there, Robert. Thank you, Foxy. You know, hey. I think I'm I think I'm gonna do since we uh kind of uh the show's kind of no, I would say in shambles, but it's a little different than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> I thought I was gonna have a guest. I am going to put the link up there for live video chats, and I haven't done this in a while. So if you guys come on the show, please make sure you have stuff to talk about. <laughs> you know, we're talking Reds. We can talk uh, Joe Burrow and his uh, parents uh, gave an update, I guess. I was saving that for tomorrow because tomorrow we're going to have a guy from Pro Football Focus. Um, I got to look at his name real quick. Again, sorry, I'm not trying to be unprepared. I just got stuff. Uh, what's his name? Evan McPhelps. He will be from – he's on – from Pro Football Focus, he will be on the show tomorrow. Hopefully, he does. Hopefully, he doesn't do what Jeff did, just did to me. Now, Jeff said he's going to come on next week, so hopefully, we'll have him back on next week, and we can actually discuss some of the Reds' things. Now, another thing that happened today is that uh, Jared Lorenzen got moved to the sixty-day DL, so that's a little disheartening. I was hoping he was going to come back. He's a guy that. Uh, I think the Reds need because he is a very valuable pitcher for the Reds. He can put pitch in the bullpen or start. Right. And and here we are, Cincinnati sports. We're winning. We don't have nothing to complain about when it comes to baseball. I know a lot of people want to complain. I've heard a lot. Have you heard any uh, guff? about the Bengals not picking up a pass rusher. I don't want to change the subject from uh, Cincinnati, but I heard um, Mr. Everybody loves him because of one hit on a five foot eight Michigan running back. <laughs> David uh, Clowney, yeah, he's out with the Browns. Yeah, uh, $10 million. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking myself, the Bengals may have a third-round prospect in their head for the draft that they think is younger, better, and has more of an upside than these older guys like Justin Houston and, uh, you know, some of the other ones that are out there. Uh, a lot of people are a little bit upset about that. I'm not. I don't really want a 50-year-old uh, defensive. What it, <laughs> well, to be honest, what it is is it's one-year contracts, one-year contracts. One, right. and, and you just keep going through different teams – and, and, and players, and there's no camaraderie that never happens. Uh, Marvin Lewis shows that. You keep a team together, they'll win until we stop winning. But right. you know what I'm getting at. I don't know. Yeah, if well, well, Genevian, I think keeps, he keeps looking for that, that big payout that he thinks he deserves and thought he was going to get. And I think this is the third year in a row that he's getting a one-year contract. Mm-hmm. That should tell him something. Now, I think he was injured some last year. But I mean, he did do a. I mean, he did some in Seattle. I mean, honestly, I forgot he was even in Tennessee last year, to be honest. So that's true. I mean, yeah, that's where he was at last year, and I think yeah. I know he, he was injured. I think a lot. I think, but he even when he played, he didn't, he didn't do a whole lot. So it, it's it's. I was okay with if the Bengals tried to take a chance on it, but not for ten million bucks. I don't think he's. I don't think he's worth it. He hasn't done anything. I hasn't done anything that's worth that kind of money. And no, we have not. Well. Pass rusher we picked up was um, Hendrickson. You know, we picked yeah. him up. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Obin Joby, and but no, nothing new since yeah. then, Kevin. I mean, I yeah, I've hearing a lot of stuff. <clears throat> Again, I have a lot of stuff in my brain, 
that I had set for yesterday. And I don't have I don't have it written down, but I know locked on Bengals, Jake Liskow and uh, James Rapine were discussing they do their mock draft Monday, and there was a uh, defensive lineman that I think they had the Bengals having a chance of getting. And I want to say the third or fourth round. Again, this is all going off the top of my head because again, I don't have any of this stuff written down. This is be stuff I was going to write down for tomorrow. Hey. So, um, so there is a chance that they could get one. Now, I have a question about the draft. And um, there's two ways I think the Bengals can go with this. First, they go the way I want them to, and they draft Chase all day, every day, and hopefully Leatherwood in the second round. But let's just say they draft Sewell, which, again, if they draft Sewell, I am not going to be upset. Either way, we are going to get a great player. Exactly. If they draft Sewell, then I wouldn't be surprised if they doubled down and took Leatherwood or somebody like that in the second round and just go back-to-back offensive linemen. I mean, the wide receivers, to me, the talent, once you get past Waddle and Chase and and, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner, um, Devontae Smith. Yeah. Once you get past those guys on oh, Pitts, you can throw Pitts in there too, but I consider him a tight end. Right. Once you get past those guys, I think all those guys are going to go in the first round. The next tier of guys, you can, they're about the same caliber. You could probably get the guy you get in the second round. You can probably get that same guy or the same talent-wise in the third round. So that's where I'm like, if they draft Sewell, I would be I would not be surprised at all if they double down and went Sewell and then Leatherwood or Davis something in the second round. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> with that at all yeah you know what uh i'm with you there you know they could do that the only thing that uh i would think maybe could happen is first round if we take soul and then second round we, we talk about the wide receivers but there's a good chance that Kadarius tony from florida he mm-hmm. is a rocket but he has trouble catching the ball um, but there's a guy in Minnesota that a lot of people are sleeping on, and his name's Rashad Bateman. He ran a blazing, and, and we played against him at Ohio State every year that he was there at, at Minnesota. He's a blazer, he's six foot three. He he was one of the what one pro scout called uh one of the shining stars of his pro day and tape mixed in together right so you know if 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 a guy like that still sent but there's no guarantee now they've got him maybe going at the end of the first round so there's no guarantee like you say so we actually could take sewell and then in the second round if if that guy if rashad bateman is still there we can take him or we can go ahead and just like you said stack it up man stack it up uh on the line however however we wanted to yeah, that, that goes to this, the stacking of the talent that I always talk about, and that's where I think the, the Bengals will be if they t- take Sewell. But like somebody said in the, in the uh, comments here, actually it's a Bengal Kyle, <clears throat> 513, and, and this is exactly my thoughts. He said their line is deeper than the wide receivers in the second and third round. You go get Chase, and the thing is Chase is such a game changer. They, they compare Chase, and I can't stand this guy, but they compare him to Antonio Brown. I respect Antonio Brown's <laughs> game and what he was. And maybe we'll be again soon. I mean, he did had a pretty good half a year with the Buccaneers, but it wasn't anywhere close to what he did with the Squealers. But if right. Chase can put a body of work together like that, and you got Chase and Boyd and Higgins, oh my, 
it's going to be re- really fun to watch. And if like I said this yesterday, if there's any chance that Thaddeus Moss can come anywhere close to what he did in college. Now, I found out a little bit more information about Thaddeus too by listening to Locked on Bengals podcast. Go check these guys out, Jandra Peen and Jake Lisko. They're very good. I don't know. I didn't know this, but I think Thaddeus had surgery on both of his feet. Really? That, yes. That is the reason that he was not eligible to play. So that, that's the thing, too, is that's where the, the Bengals have absolutely no idea what they're getting from Thaddeus because he didn't play in any preseason. He hasn't played an actual snap of football since college. So he could be a complete bust or he could be a diamond on the rough. You never know. So Kevin says uh, Elijah Moore here from Old Miss. Hey, there you go. I've watched him. Actually, I live in Alabama. I'm a Buckeye, so I watch all my Buckeyes, but I watch Bama play too. And I, yes, Elijah Moore. He is he's he's another good one. He's he's another pretty good talent, man. Jonathan Adams Jr., wide receiver, Arkansas State would get him in the fourth, maybe the fifth. Check him out on YouTube. I have to check I have to check him out. Now, William House, I know me and him, he gave me a shout out. Actually, William, shout out back to you. He gave me a shout out on the Orange and Black podcast. He was on there doing the comments like I was in uh Again, if I knew we were going to talk Bengals, <laughs> I would have wrote some stuff down about him. But Mike Daniels was on uh, the show there with Anthony Cazenza and John Sheeran. And if that guy does not get you fired up for being a Bengal, then no, nothing will. Because he is one of the – now, he, actually, he is the only one that I have personally heard that loves Zach Taylor and wants mm-hmm. to play for him. You know, I hear everybody talk about Joe Burrow, and he and 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 Mike Daniels is all about uh, Joe Burrow, excuse me, Joe freaking Burrow. But Mike, but Mike Daniels was talking about how great it was to play for Zach Taylor, and how good a coach he is, and I'm like, really? I'm like, that's kind of cool. You know, he is. I mean, he's he's a big cheerleader for the team. I mean, this this is uh, multiple instances where he has you know, done little interviews or whatever and just praise Cincinnati. I mean, he loves right. uh, Taylor. He loves the program. Uh, he plays hard. And now we've get, he's going to have the help, hopefully healthy. And, you know, you throw uh, DJ Reader beside him. And, I, can't wait uh, see, I, that's, I, can't, I can't wait to see him, DJ Reader, and Oba Joby. I want to see those guys together. Because, I mean, I know I'm still holding out hope that we could get uh, Gino back. Because he still hasn't signed with anybody, and and Duke Tobin did not squash that idea when he was on. I think he's on a Locked On podcast. I think it was with, with those guys. If we can get Gino back, and then Gino's anywhere close to what he was, and what I want to preface this with Gino, he was hurt last year. He hurt his shoulder, and he was never the same. Now I'm not saying we're going to get Gino of 2015, but hopefully we get Gino 20. You know, 19. In 2019, he wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. Right. Uh, Gino is better than, you know, uh, I don't want to say uh, – I, I I think I would I would say almost half of in, of the interior linemen. Healthy, um, maybe a little less than half, but he's solid. I mean, that guy, if he goes somewhere, he's going to make a roster, and – He's going to be on third downs. He's going to be rotational. 
he's not going to go somewhere and them kick him out of the building. That's that's exactly. for damn sure. Hey, one thing. Did, did I tell you this yet? I don't think so. Oh. I was going to turn Okay, I don't think you're about to see us dance. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Little birthday. Little birthday show, man. Have a little fun, guys. <laughs> you gotta do something when when your whole your whole plan for your show kind of went out the window about five minutes before you went on the air. Yeah. <laughs> yep. RJ, that's what I'm ready to do right now, buddy. <laughs> My totally man. ready to do that. <laughs> but yeah, House of Daniels was awesome. Yes, he was he was yeah. he was awesome on the on the podcast. And like I said, just listen to him get you fired up, dude. And and that's another thing. If you listen to him on that podcast, he is a locker room leader. If you can't get fired up to play with that guy, then you're in the wrong sport because that dude is ready to go like now. Exactly. And, and and you know what gets to me? You know, we've had for many years, you know, it was, eh, I guess you could say they deserved it, but. People getting on, you know, the Bengals and who we take, and we take these players and they end up being problems or they, you know, end up not turning out. Um, you know, we we could, we just kind of – this he's, he's not a huge name. We just kind of snuck this guy out of uh, Denver and put him on – you know, just literally plugged and played all last year. And the guy – hey – I mean, Daniels is. I'm not saying Daniels is like a, a all pro or anything like that. No. But as far as the rotation goes, it, and you that's the thing that killed me last year. We never got to see that. No. With DJ Reader and Daniels and Gino, they were always hurt. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yep. I don't, not as far as my recollection, recollection goes, there was not one game that all three of them were healthy. Not one. Because yep. Gino was yep. hurt at the beginning of the year. And then, then I think Daniels got hurt a couple games. And then Reader went out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I think I, I think you're right. Um, but man, what a solid pickup! You know, not a huge name, just just a. I still like to get Josh Bynes. I, I, that's another guy I want to bring back. I think it's a, a solid pickup. Me There's too. A, 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 another locker room leader, and 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 if you heard his interview he had on a Good Morning Football, probably a month or so ago. I mean, mm -hmm. he was all for coming back. Yeah. Yep. And, and and you bring him back for a second year in this system. I'm telling you, I mean. Even though we have added a lot in the defensive uh, backfield that are going to have to learn just about everything the way we do it. But other than that, I think we're going to be just fine. I mean, I, I think we're going to be we, – we've got leaders on this defense, especially if we bring back Bynes. Locker room guy, they'll tell you what you're doing wrong. You, you can't beat Bynes. I mean, there ain't nobody out there we're going to take that's going to be any better, in my opinion. Yeah, and I mean another locker room leader for the defense, and I think he's going to really step up there is Jesse Bates. I think I think last year was his breakout year. I think next year he's going to prove even more. Exactly. Oh, exactly. It was a travesty. He didn't go to you know the Pro Bowl this year. It was, it was, it was yeah. That that was one of the the biggest wonders of the NFL right there. Um, but you know My what? Dog's trying to say hello. Yeah. He's telling you happy birthday, man. Yeah, he's telling me happy birthday, too. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, he's on the radar now. He plays like he did this year. He's going to the Pro Bowl next year because he's due. And the board and whoever signs up, they know he's due. It's time yeah. to put him in. 
and he well, needs. Well, it just goes to me to the to the Bengal. I want to say bias or just no respect. You know, I don't see how a guy who had as good a year as Jesse Bates did last year didn't make the Pro Bowl. I mean, I, I thought he was a top two or three uh, safety yeah. in the league last year. Yeah. I mean, I, and I just thought it was a complete travesty that he he didn't make it. I mean, I know he's on a, a terrible team last year, but look the plays the guy's the guy made. He he made yeah. play after play after play after play. You you swap his jersey with a guy like uh, Earl Thomas a few years ago, he would have been in the Pro Bowl. Oh you yeah, know? oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, and there's plenty of other players too you could swap his jersey with safeties that would have went to the the Pro Bowl as well. And it's sad. And it, it I think it is a Cincinnati thing. I really do because I mean, look at uh, Whitworth and Willie and all. Well, Willie got a few, but. No well, he's respect. Like, well, he's not getting considered for Hall of Fame. Well, he's getting starting to get considered for Hall of Fame, but he, he should have been a first ballot Hall of Fame. But yeah. let's talk about the the uh, the new news that came out uh, today. We actually have a date as to when the uh, new uniforms are coming out. New. They, they will be announced at nine o'clock at the Pro Shop at Paul Brown Stadium, and I am planning on being there myself. Now, I don't know what time the pro shop opens or anything like that, but we pretty much all know it's going to be like the jersey that we all saw on the hanger. Now, it's going to look a lot better because we all, the first time I saw it, I'm like, God, that's hideous. But once we saw the different guys put up on a mock-up, put it on different players and stuff, it looks great. We still have no idea what the pants are going to look like. Um, And one thing I I heard today, too, is interesting that there's going to be a stitching Somewhere on the jersey, I don't know if it's gonna be inside or outside of uh, Paul Brown's autograph. I think that's pretty cool. Ooh, I love that. Love that. Now that is a way to make your jersey. It ain't gonna make it stand out, but that, that that's just something special to add on a jersey. I'll, I, I this is first I've heard of that. I freaking well, love it. Well, Brandon said Elizabeth Blackboard said following per Austin Elmore of 700 that there were three different jerseys and three different uh, pants that gives us a max combination of nine now which he's, he's right I heard that too right. and we're not gonna see all, all we're not gonna see all nine of them this year so they're gonna kind of sh- spread it out so you know in 2022 you know we have some more different color combinations I mean we'll, we'll see the pants and we'll see the jerseys and everything but it's kind of cool that we're gonna have that many different combinations. Now, I didn't realize this, that the uniforms that they're wearing right now, they've had those the longest out of any of the uniform schemes in the history of the Cincinnati Bengals, which I think is kind of ironic. Uh, they got them in 2004. Yeah. The first ones came out in you know, 68, then then uh, 81, the stripes came out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think it was 96 or 97, they, they updated them, changed the stripes a little bit, got the flying tiger and all that stuff. Yeah. We had that all the way till, till uh, 2000, uh, 2005 because 2004 was Karch uh, Palmer's rookie year, and we still had the, the flying tiger and all that stuff. And then 05 came out, we got the new, the new uniforms. But I just thought that was interesting that this is the uniform scheme that we've had the longest. So uh, just to reiterate, what is or did they not give a date? I, I missed the date. It's this uh, Monday. Oh, it's this Monday. This okay. Monday, nine o'clock at the Bengals Pro Shop. All right, Monday. So y'all go and uh, enjoy yourselves. Have fun. I will be there. 
I would. And I will try to FaceTime you and make fun of you. I know. you're not there. I know. And show you how cool cool it is to be here and that you're down in Alabama. I know. And you can't go to any of this stuff. Yep. Yep. I'm a loser. <laughs> Squat I'm a loser, food. baby. Oh, so I want to kill me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Marvin, what's up? Who day? Who day? Who day? So, anyway, we are hitting the six o'clock hour here. And when I do that, I like to remind you guys what you're watching and where you can follow me at. You're watching Cincinnati Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and TikTok. If you're watching me on Twitter or Facebook or any of those other platforms, please do me a favor and go to the YouTube channel, Sports Strawberry Ice. Hit that subscribe button. Let's try to get me to 1,000. I'd love to get to 1,000 tonight. Like I said, tonight's, today's my birthday. It'd be a great birthday present. Give me to 1,000 subscribers. I greatly appreciate it. That would be the best gift in the world. And I tell you what, guys, in August, you don't have to get me anything. I'm not getting you nothing. Well, I know you're not Jack. <laughs> but you guys ain't going to get Actually, me no. I, I'm getting no. I'm getting you something. I'm because I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna let's cut out a bag. My boy here bought me uh the Bengals uh, draft hat, and so it's on its way here. So yes, he, he uh, bought me a birthday uh, present. So I just want to thank him for buying that for me. And I am getting you. We're we're as you see, we like hats. Yeah, so, <laughs> I will be getting him some kind of Bengals hat, a Reds hat, or Ohio State hat, or something. Yeah, that was where I was going. I ain't so, worried about any of that. Let's get to a thousand guys. To a thousand. All you gotta do is ask one person to subscribe it's free it's one button come on one button uh matt wants to know what is my plans for draft night well me and this guy we're talking about going up to the draft but it is not going to happen because we are not going to be able to get into the inner circle you got to have a covid19 shot which i'm not saying I'm, I'm against that or anything but you have to have that and you have to be uh picked to go there i know my boy bengal jim he's going to be in the inner circle I know lots of our Bengals fans are going up um, for it. You can go and hang out outside the building. I'm sure they got TVs and all that stuff. And it sounds like it'd be a great time. If it wasn't on Thursday, I might have a better shot of going. But I'm already going up to the jungle, to the hall. So I kind of got to pick and choose what well, trips I'm going to do. I know it's not that far away, but still. Yeah. that Yeah. That, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. And to be honest with you guys, since I moved to Alabama, if if any of y'all live in the South, some uh, quite a few of you do actually. Kind of it, it kind of amazes me, but you know that there's no NFL football. There's no Bengal fans. That, I mean, you might catch one guy in a parking lot once every six months. Um, all my friends, no football, no baseball, not interested whatsoever. Could care less, and that even goes back to my days when I lived in Ohio and I don't know what it is about me. I am a sports freak, but everybody I meet would rather do anything else. So I'll be watching the draft here, drinking me a few brewskis and. Well, maybe- you know, we might do, we might, might do a, I just thought this was on the flyer. Maybe we could do a little, uh, cause last year I did a Facebook live, maybe uh, for the, I don't know, for the first two or first five picks, we can go live on the show and kind of do a little show that night 
You know? That's cool. Yeah. If, if, yeah. if you're not busy, because, like I said, I'm the one with no sports friends here. So, <laughs> I know <laughs> no, you I, I won't be. I'll actually be because I'm taking that day off or that night off work. So I will be up for it to watch it. So maybe we could uh, we could do that. Hey, sounds good. Maybe we'll. I mean, it ain't a guarantee, guys. But hey, I think they just saw some backstage stuff. We're just pl- playing the show yeah. as, we, as we go along here. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. We're, we're giving you guys some inside info on the ice. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, the Reds are in the eighth inning. They are still down two nothing. What do you got? Two outs. I think it is. Yep, the Giants are batting two down. So. It's not looking so hot. I'm hoping they come back. But um, uh, let's see here. We got a Steeler fan on here. Uh-oh. Trying to talk about how injury prone our quarterback is and stuff. So, uh-huh. anyway, uh, you subscribed. I appreciate it. But if you can be on the show, it'd be nice. Uh, Jeremy Dean lives by the fact you don't live in Cleveland, you live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly. exactly. All the uh, way from Alabama, even. How about that? That's a stretch. All the way from Alabama. So I'm just trying to see what the Steeler fan is saying, other than he he says that our quarterback is injury prone, which is uh, just silly statement in itself because he's only played one year and we had a terrible <laughs> line. Yeah. So I'm not sure why you're saying he's injury prone, other than you're just trying to be a dork. <laughs> yeah. I mean, three years in college, he didn't play much with Ohio State, but, you know, two years at LSU, not any injuries. A freak injury happens. That doesn't make you – look, if you're if, if you're looking at your cell phone like a lot of people do and you look up and there's a car in front of you and you slam on the brakes and you boom, bump it, it's, it, it's, a, it's an accident. And that's really what happened to Burrow. It was an accident. It wasn't like uh, his legs are made out of rubber. I mean, come on, man. You guys, you, you, you can do better than that. Still love you, Steeler fan. Still love you. Nah, not really. I don't really like him all that much anyway. <laughs> Wheelers fan. I didn't call him, call him Steelers. Just Wheelers fan. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, they got nothing better to do to come on, on our show and try to stir stuff up, you know. That's right. You must really have no, no life whatsoever. Oh, I'm going to find a Bengals show. And, I mean, obviously, Squealer fans are already scared of us. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure why you come on here and start talking trash about the Bengals. So, and well, obviously you've beaten us the last couple of years. So, mm-hmm. I'm not sure why you didn't give us time of day. To be honest, yeah. uh, or the easy. fact that you know we're coming. Yep, and we're gonna be good. Yeah, we're not that easy team to kick around anymore, bro. I'm just uh, just warning you now. Hopefully, you'll jump on during the season after we uh, give Juju a little more love, like we did last <laughs> year. Knock, knock, tick-tock, bitch. <laughs> and bam. <laughs> uh, all right, we've got the Reds. Reds are st- yep, still 2 nothing. So I got a question. How much of the Reds have you gotten to watch this year? Are you, I, I'm kind of impressed with the way uh, Gino has actually played at shortstop. Uh, I think he's getting better. I know. I, now, I say that, and the defense today is actually kind of not been, been very good. That's the reason Tyler Maddow lost the no-hitter. But – I think Gino is getting better at shortstop than than he was at the obviously at the beginning of the year. But that's what you want to see. You want to see you want to see improvement. You want to see him getting better. And he's not only making the the easy plays. He's making some of the really harder plays. I won't say spectacular plays. He's made some really good ones in the hole. I will I will give him that. 
But I think he's starting to get more comfortable there, and his hitting comes around. And I think Joey Votto is finally starting to find his swing. Now, I say that, and I don't think he's got a hit today. But back-to-back nights of home runs, I think it's a good sign. Go ahead. And, and I was just going to say, and you called it. Uh, you said Votto would he'd start warming up, and and he has uh, today. You know, today maybe not so great, but he's started to warm up just like you said he would. He's he's not too out of the park. He's he's getting there, you know. And also, I mean, the guy's been around forever. He's not like you know um, these younger kids. He he's not India, you know, out there running around. You know, he do backflips, uh, you know, off the freaking scoreboard. Um, but at the end of the day, he's still got plenty left in the tank, and I can see him just keep keeping on, keeping on. If he can, if he can stay around 250, 260. Yeah. yeah, I think he's be good. Yeah. Bob Bob K wants to know why I don't talk about black black the blue jackets more often. Well, um, I had a guest on there uh, a couple weeks ago, and my viewership went whoop. <laughs> so I would like to talk about the uh, Blue Jackets, but if nobody's going to watch my show or talk, then <laughs> it's kind of hard to, to talk about them when nobody else wants to talk about it other than me. Maybe maybe Bob K here. So. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's tough, man. You know, it's it's like almost talking about wrestling when when it's the, you know, it's just <laughs> it's that's a hard sport for a lot of people to get into. Myself Marvin, included. Marvin, yes, Mrs. Ice is very happy that Geo is a Buccaneer. She just oh, yeah. Thumbs up. And, I, dude, I, I'm telling you, I think Geo is going to have an awesome year for the Buccaneers. I think they are going to use him better than we did. Nope. Yep. I think Brady's going to uh, probably be his uh, number one target. I mean, why, why not? Brady loves those running back passes, and Geo fits that mold. So, a Steeler fan says, Joe Burrow had one good season his entire life. Y'all need to relax and with your O-line, I will see another Andrew Luck-type career. Okay. Did we'll you forget Andrew. about the, the record? That and I, actually, I have a question. What, didn't, didn't we beat you last year? And Oh, yeah. Wasn't it Ryan Finley, wasn't he the quarterback then? So, yeah. I, I'm not sure why you're even talking crap about Joe Burrow when you lost to Ryan Finley. So, and it would have been it could have been ugly if Burrow was in there. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the guy was on a record breaking year, so uh, I'd be careful, Steelers fan. Yeah, not sure. Like honestly, dude, you really have nothing to talk about on here. To be honest, no, nope. I don't know why you're. I don't know why he's on here trying to talk smack. You guys got off to a great start, and then you completely sucked. Half your guys have retired. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't even know if he wants to play football anymore. You barely have it. Any semblance of a team, two of your best players quit. <laughs> and you're on the Bengals show here, and we've had a terrible year for like five years, and you're on here talking crap to us? For what? You must have absolutely no life whatsoever, dude. I mean, seriously. Why would you come on here and talk crap? I can understand. I mean, really, if, if we beat you, and it was kind of, you know, which we did beat you, by the way, with Ryan Finley. But we beat you on a consistent basis, or we're at least competitive with you the last couple of years, which we haven't. And I admit that. We haven't been. Yeah. I don't understand why you're coming on my show trying to talk stuff, because you there's nothing to talk about. You sound like a jackass. That's true. Totally jackass. So hey. I don't I don't get why you're even on the show. I mean, I the, appreciate it. You can keep talking, but you're not making any sense, dude. Hey, well, you, you nailed it right there. Making no sense at all. Uh, no. One, hit, well, one hit wonder this. Uh, what? 
Uh, I mean, yeah, I tried to ignore him, but he keeps going. I was like, dude, you're. I mean, <laughs> there's no reason to come on here and talk smack. Look, <laughs> if the Bengals and the Steelers were anywhere, excuse me, Squealers were anywhere close to the way it was when we we're going to five straight playoffs, sure, bring it. That'd be fun. But there's nothing to talk about. We got one win. We beat you last year with our third string quarterback, third string quarterback, and you're going to mm-hmm. come on here and talk smack about Joe Burrow? Come on, dude. Come on. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not a good look at all. So anyway, we'll ignore that guy for now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get fired up. You nailed it. You did. That, that's it. Yep. I'm good. It just, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. Why would you come on here? I mean. I wouldn't. For what? <laughs> it's, it's actually it's actually comical and kind of sad, to be honest. It is. Really, and I mean. And to rip your and, – and then to rip the team state on top of that, which I can see you scrolling down there, uh, Squealer fan. Come on, man. Get some class, bro. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was interesting. So, anyway, I think I'm going to cut this short today because, well, like I said, we had a guest, and unfortunately stuff happens, and he wasn't able to make it, but he should come on next week. But like I said, tomorrow – on the show, we have from Pro Football Focus. Uh, his name's Evan McPhelps. Uh, I know he's not a big name, but he is from Pro Football Focus, and he's got a lot of good insight on what the Bengals could do. Now, my thing is what I want to find out, and I kind of want to talk to him about is, like I said before, all right, let's say the Bengals draft Chase. I think it's pretty obvious what they're going to do. They're going to, I think they're going to try to get an offensive lineman. Or do you think they'll trade back? Because that's another option they could do in the second round, trade back because there is more offensive linemen talent, depending on how the draft goes. So these these are things we can talk about along with if they take Sewell. Do they go ahead and draft another offensive lineman in the second round? So I'm not sure what they're, uh, you know, what the, the uh, which way they could go. Plus, what are they doing in the third round? What are they doing in the fourth round? You know, these are all different things that we could talk about and discuss. He's got a lot of insights into that. And hopefully, maybe tomorrow for Bearcat fans, we'll find out who our new head coaches? Yeah, that's true. And speaking of that, real quick, has there been uh, any talk about how soon? Or no, I know Eric Martin came in for a second interview, and there's more reports of other guys coming in for interviews. Okay, uh, other assistant coaches. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I whoever they pick, I will support. But I am really rooting for Eric Martin. I think he would be a very good candidate. I think he's been working really hard at this. And I think it would be his dream job, to be honest. You know, if he can't take over for Hugs, I don't think Hugs is retiring anytime soon. And I think it would be uh, it would be good. So, but hopefully, we'll have some information tomorrow. And I'm thinking next week, I'm reaching out to Terry Nelson that uh, he's on vacation right now. That hopefully he can come in. And oh darn, I thought it would be a home run. <laughs> and uh, give us some information. Uh, some uh, on hopefully the coach and, or the coaching search or just some general information on what's going on with the program. And and you're good. And so far though, you're liking the Eric Martin. I know. like the Eric. Martin. Yeah, I, I mean okay. everybody else. I mean all the guys they're they're talking about. They're all assistant coaches. I mean right now with the situation they're in, the time of year they're in, it's going to be really hard to get somebody who is a head coach already to leave their job to, to come to Cincinnati. Because right. unfortunately, and I love Cincinnati. But the Bearcats program is not what it used to be as far as like when Huggins had it rolling and we were going to Final Fours and Elite Eights and stuff like that. 
it's not the same. So we're going to have to have a, a young up and coming coach, I think, to take this job. Right. And I think Eric Martin is honestly the perfect guy. I know people have talked about uh, Nick Van Exel. Nick Van Exel cannot be the coach. He has not graduated college. I know he's supposed to taken uh, some classes here and there. So all these people on Bearcat Country and everywhere else kept saying, we should have hired Nick Van Exel last time. We couldn't have hired him. He didn't graduate college. He's working right. on it now. But the rumors I've heard is Eric Martin is be the head coach and Nick could be an assistant coach, which I'd be all for. So yeah. Yeah. we'll see what happens. But other than that, Jeremy D, you help us roll on out of here. I uh, sure will, man. I just want to let you know, I did write you a little over the internet card. Oh, boy. It's it's on my, my new little... Uh, <laughs> this is high tech here. Yeah, my, my PTI. <laughs> um, as you can see, it says Who Day. And I'll just read the rest of it for you. <laughs> Would you please? Okay. It says Who Day. Happy birthday, Jeff, the Iceman. Sports with Strawberry Ice host. And over here, I wrote something special. No. Oh. And it says, that's your sports, baby. So <laughs> I wanted to say that. Wish you a happy, happy birthday. Happy, 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 happy. And as always... Remember yeah. one thing. Uh-huh. Remember one thing only. What is that? That is, you don't live in Cleveland. You live in Cincinnati. So act like it. Happy birthday, Jeff. We love you, brother. And guess what, dude? I'm here until you kick me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks for the birthday wishes. And that's just sports, baby. See ya!